Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm, I'm really glad that you've joined me, and thank you for doing that. And for today's Daily Word, we're going to go into the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verse 17. And here, Jesus is, as we're joining the story, is actually in the midst of cleansing the temple. He's turning over the tables of the money changers. He's throwing their chairs around. He's tossing them out of the temple complex. And it says at verse 17, he said to them, the scriptures declare, my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. It's actually quoting from the book of Isaiah from chapter 56 and also from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. And and let's, let's look then at the basic points here. One that I think, you know, we, we can sort of gloss over and miss is Jesus' commitment and understanding and belief about the authority of Scripture. And of course, as the incarnate Word of God, the Son of God, you can fairly say that, well, he inspired it. He, he gave the Word to the authors, including here the prophets Isaiah and Jeremiah. He clearly demonstrates the authority, the weight of the Scriptures. But not only that, moving on here, he demonstrates that there is a very specific purpose for the temple of the Lord, and it is an important purpose. And the religious leaders have have allowed that purpose to actually be subverted and exchanged for a different purpose, to actually make it into a den of thieves. It is intended to be this place of meeting, and not even just exclusively for the Israelites, but actually for all the nations, a place where people could come and meet with God, a house of prayer, a place for intimacy and for dialogue with God, to hear from God and to share our hearts with God. That, that was the, the intention and the purpose, and instead, it's been turned into a den of thieves. Essentially, what's going on here is that as people are coming into Jerusalem for the great pilgrimage festivals, they would be coming and making sacrifices. And in this case, very significant in that it is the Passover, right? And as they're coming in, some would would bring animals and there'd be a claim that, you know, well, that, that animal's not good enough. You need this one and you need to buy this one. But But also, if you think about, you know, you're coming from a long ways away you don't necessarily want to try to bring an animal all the way from home. So you might bring money instead. And when you get there, then try to purchase an animal. Or if you're making a monetary offering, you you would actually have to exchange currency, right? You weren't allowed to bring Roman money into the temple complex. That, that wasn't to be done. And so in all of those interactions and transactions, it wasn't just that people were were making money. I, I don't I don't think that the Lord is necessarily against like a reasonable profit, but they were they were gouging people, and specifically the problem was they were gouging people in relation to the function of the temple. They were using it as a way of taking advantage of people, and that is a serious problem. And Jesus calls them on it, and he tosses them out as uh, as he, he obviously should have. He is the just judge, and he does it. And, and, and yet, we, 
we should not just stand in judgment of those who subverted the purposes of the temple. Because even into the New Testament and into the, the gospel church, the temple remains a very powerful image that the Lord uses to teach us about who Jesus is, about who we are as a church, about who we are as individuals who belong to Jesus. And first of all, we know that Jesus is the true temple. He said, tear this temple down and I'll rebuild it in three days. And he was speaking specifically about himself. He, he is the true ultimate temple. That is to say, he is that meeting place between heaven and earth. He actually enables us by, by his sacrifice, through the sacrifice of his body, he enables us to be restored to God, to be reconciled, reconnected to God. This is the purpose of the gospel, and it must never be subverted. There are many false gospels that, that are taught, and, and even, even in our day, right, there is a subverting of the gospel. Jesus came to die for our sins so that he might reconcile us to God. He is that intersection, that connecting place between uh, us and God. That is the mission uh, of Jesus Christ. And it is the mission of his church. The scriptures also tell us that, the, that we are being built together into a holy temple unto the Lord. That the church, in fact, is this meeting place between people and God. That we are charged with the mission of Jesus Christ. That is why we exist. And again, you know, the, the purpose of the church is so often subverted. The church becomes a sort of a, a sort of a club and, and everyone just kind of wants their own preferences and wants to talk about the things they want to talk about and do the things they want to do and be with friends. And, and listen, there's nothing wrong with the fellowship of believers. We need it. We need it. But the subversion of the purpose of the church is a serious matter and it is a sin. And so we remember we are we are charged with gospel ministry. And then finally, we're told in the word that our bodies are actually a temple of the Holy Spirit, that as, as we come to faith in Jesus, we're given the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so the presence of the Lord dwells in us. And so our bodies are meant to magnify, to honor the Lord. And so often we dishonor the Lord with what we do in our bodies. And so what we have here is, is a calling from the Lord to consider the fact that our bodies actually are a temple and to, with humility, ask for forgiveness, which the Lord will give us, he promises so, and to begin to, begin to honor the Lord more and more with our bodies, with our church, and as we cling to the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, we pray for these things. Amen. Amen. And until we get a chance to speak again, may God bless you and keep you.